0: Hello everybody, my name is Len Baer. Today is another Sunday, June 11th. And that means that we're gonna give you an update on the historic uh, case, uh, targeted Justice um, versus Garland. And with me as every Sunday is um, plaintiff's attorney, uh, Anna Toledo, who, uh, who he refers her to herself as a failed experiment. I refer to her as a woman warrior. <laughs> um, and um, without any ado, without any further ado, Anna, good morning.
1: Good morning, Glenn. I mean, hey, Lynn, let me tell uh, you something. I yes. am very proud. The only thing I am proud of being a failure is this experiment. Because uh, this, and I, this I got from Melanie from Iador, that's what you know our V2K tells her you failed experiment. And, and I'm proud of that because we are all experiments, and we are evidence that their program failed. And, and that's why I'm so proud of it. It's the only thing I'm proud to be, you know, uh, uh, a failure in. But,, uh, we are all superhuman. and and that's one of the things I want to talk about today how how being failed experiments make us such amazing people
0: that's so true. and And the fact that we're failed experiment, it means that they need to experiment even more. So it will be uh, to improve that um Um, Mind control power, this neurological effect, neurological biosurveillance, um, psyops, you name it, all of it. Um, Before we start with today's update, I want to say a few words about the case. Uh, When I I talk about Targeted Justice Big Garland, I always refer to it as historic. And some might think of it as puffery. And it's not. And this is why. The core issue in this case is so fundamental and applies to every American. So any of you may one day find yourself on this secret watch list that FBI would put you on using some secret criteria that they can't even uh, share with the public, which goes against our fundamental constitutional right, the due process clause. And it's pretty important, uh, right? Because it's not only Uh, mentioned in one amendment, but in two, in the fourth and in the fifth and 14th, and it prohibits uh, the deprivation of life, liberty, property, or property by federal and state government, respectively, without due process of law. So, this is the core of fight yes, the you know we experience torture, we experience this enhanced bio neurological surveillance psyops, intimidation um, intimid- um intimidation, and um what was the other one um um and all of the all of the above. so, um, but that's the second tier of our pleading. The first fundamental tier of our pleading is that we've been put on this list unconstitutionally, and that can happen to anyone. This is why it's so fundamental, and this is why it's historic. So with that, Anna, please tell us what's been going on this week. This is a week 24 update for this historic lawsuit.
1: Thank you, Lenin. And you're so right. The, The historic part also is that over 200 TI lawsuits everywhere have been dismissed. And the difference that this case has is that it's based on constitutional rights because People have been secretly and illegally been placed in this list that doesn't allow for innocent people to be in. Uh, we have mentioned that uh, it is a um, continuation, obviously, of the MK Ultra and the COINTELPRO. And I want to read a little bit of the COINTELPRO. Was uh, operated from. It's an FBI. For those of the of you that don't know, it's an FBI program that operated from 1956 to 1971 the FBI, it is estimated that only 8% of the activity they carried out was legal, 8%. That's probably a a little bit more than it's legal in what they're doing here, you know? Um, Louis Free before Congress says that they engaged in egregious illegal action, maybe criminal action. This is in the year 2000 they're doing it again, okay? Because they come into the houses to do—I uh, don't know if you've heard about the famous the sneak and peeks—they come into your house without a warrant. They just look around, they shake things around, and it's perfectly legal. And that has got to stop. Uh, the Cointel Pro was uh, geared primarily at the Black Panthers in the United States in, the, in that uh, uh, time, and, um, and and I'm going to read a little bit about a case that had to do with people. That were persecuted uh, by the FBI uh, in uh, under Cointelpro. Okay, and after I read it, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna save the um, uh, for last uh, where it, where this came uh, case from. It came from. It says um, nothing is, and this is this just goes to to the gist of what they're doing uh, to targeted individuals. Nothing is more valued to an upright man than his dignity and reputation in the community. If these unlawful or immoral actions put his dignity and reputation at stake, he must answer to his conscience next of kin and fellow human beings. And in this case, he would be subject to the pertinent civil and penal sanctions. But should his dignity and reputation be unlawfully touched by the government Simply because he exercises his fundamental rights as guaranteed by the Constitution, his innermost being must have an avenue for redress to repair the damage done to his dignity and honor. In our democratic system of government, it is incumbent upon the courts to address such claims and to design remedies to mitigate the irreparable harm caused to a citizen by reason of the government's outrages. That is the introduction of a one point pro case that was uh, filed. But the interesting is, they filed it under the gay guise against the government, and it was the government of Puerto Rico where there was a lot of people that had uh, that were in the pro-independence movement and um, and so fbi did a lot of illegal things there and fbi funded the redress uh, the compensation to the victims of that program but these people were persecuted and they were chased they were followed they you know their their lives they they, they couldn't get jobs like targeted individuals, okay, their lives, they were defamed, eh, eh, their lives were eh, not whole. And this case, which was a 1988 case, it was uh, Noriega versus Hernández Colón, which was uh, then um, governor. uh, They don't mention the FBI, except within the case, they talk about Pro and the FBI. Now, um, eh, because these cases didn't have criminal repercussions which is one of the things that we need to to fight for they continued they were repackaged into the targeted individual program um and and that is like one of the things that even though um i forgot to mention in the beginning we didn't we didn't have to do any filings this week because even though i was planning on on filing um the reply this week i'm gonna have to do it this coming week because uh you know it's been, I had the Mike Adams interview, I had the Sean Stone interview I had to prepare for, uh, and I had to, I, and I want uh, to commend them on their bravery, because as you know, not many people have the bravery to cover our case, it, because uh, I, I think, uh, you know, a, a lot of uh, the, um, probably, I don't know, they, they get intimidated, or, uh, a lot of people in the mainstream media or even alternative media, they get intimidated and threatened, and they don't uh, cover it. So I I, I urge uh, the the everybody to go uh, and see uh, see both interviews. We you know you tweeted both, uh, but this week we will do uh, a filing uh, on that. Uh, I want I want to comment on two really important things for our case that uh, transpired in the news. Um, If you could
2: do the honors and put the first Cleveland that I sent you. Most certainly. Add illegal immigration. Let's look at CDP encounters. You can see, 500,000, 500,000, it drops to the lowest level, and boom, what happens? You show up, and that red line is you. That red line is Joe Biden. And you're claiming nothing happened. Oh, gosh, this was here before us. No, you made the decision to allow this to happen. What are are these wristbands? I don't know what they are. You don't know what they are. Mr. Secretary, you've just testified to the American people you're incompetent at your job, because I've been to the southern border, and if you go to the southern border, along the southern border, you see thousands of these wristbands, because the illegal immigrants wear them, the drug cartels, every color corresponds to how many thousands of dollars they owe the cartels. You've turned these cartels into multi-billion dollar criminal organizations. And these are modern-day leg irons, because these are children being sold into sex slavery, and you don't even know what they are. That is astonishing. Mr. Secretary, I want to say to you right now, your behavior is disgraceful, and the deaths, the children assaulted, the children raped, they are at your feet, and if you had integrity, you would resign. In fact, if you look at illegal immigration, let's
0: look at... That's I it. I think we. I think that uh, started playing.
2: Yeah, it was. It, it, yeah, uh, in a loop.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I, I want to comment a few things, even though our case uh, doesn't directly entail, uh, uh, entail illegal immigration. It's very significant that there are being no controls at the border regarding terrorists and people coming in. However, they are obsessed. FBI defendants are obsessed with domestic terrorists. Okay, so you see there the hypocrisy of, you know, the the, the two uh, rulers with which they're measuring things. The American citizens, the legal residents, the people that abide by the law are being declared domestic terrorists in this swelled list. Yet one of our defendants is allowing people to just freely walk in and, and, you know, no consequence whatsoever. Um, People should know, This is not about politics, okay? This is not that uh, one is Republican, one is Democrat. No, this is about substantial justice. This is about who is incurring in the malfeasance and who is acting correctly. And clearly, uh, the reason why we brought Mr. Mayorkas and the other defendants as defendants of this case, uh, because otherwise we would have been frivolous, right? Uh, the, The reason they are in this case is because they have not acted uh, pursuant to the law and they are not and they and they insist in not acting pursuant to the law because they insist on this um, you know on this McCarthy list uh, to persecute people. So uh, people it, 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 it is very important that uh, people detach themselves from their uh, you know political uh, beliefs and affiliations and look at the facts, which is while people are being freely let in and everybody come in and there's a party, lo American citizens, American taxpayers, legal residents are being included in this list and uh, persecuted and stalked and, and attacked with, you know, as, as we know. So that's one of the things that I wanted to mention. The other one uh, is the article that the, I sent you the link to include in the show notes. Yes, uh, actually the 9th. There uh, was a, a news article saying how the Pentagon targets targets Congresswomen as security threats, um, and and it goes to talk about uh, you know how the Pentagon is doing little dossiers on on uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Bulburd, saying that uh, you know reading their social media and saying that they are security threats. Well, one of our advisory board's members that we both know who she is, eh, was kicked out of an Airbnb the day after she checked in. She had stayed there already one night because she was called exactly that, a security threat. And I know I've mentioned this before, but uh, I think that uh, the people, the criminals behind this program, okay, are, uh, are, um, it, they jacked up the volume on it, and they are going after uh, people that are, you know, targeted individuals and making it harder for them, declining their credit cards, kicking them out of Airbnbs, you know, doing things that they weren't doing before. I don't know if it's to justify that they're terrorists or not. I mean, but ultimately, um it's about the dossier, the dossier that in this case that I read for, to you from, they had to give back the the plaintiffs. It was a class action lawsuit, and they had to give the dossiers to each and every one of them. People. there was a process by which people went and got all their file and the the pictures of them drinking coffee here and meeting with so and so. And that the FBI had to do. They had to give up those those files. It is my hope that uh, that's, you know, one of the things that, we find get to accomplish in this case uh, to get the dossiers on, on each and every uh, TI and 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 get and get them to get redress, not just for the uh, illegal um, s- uh, surveillance on them on via- on violation of the Fourth Amendment, but also what followed, what transpired after the surveillance. And uh, and the the classifying of them as a domestic terrorist. And there's a, there's just one more thing that I wanted to you know since we don't have updates on the case, but this is really something very important that I wanted to address. There is two things. One is about transparency. Since I got here, we have been working. Um, uh, I've I have been working hard to get uh, targeted justice in GuideStar, which is um, it's a web page. It's an entity that uh, has all the financials and all the information uh, of 501 c 3 corporations so that people can see where their money is going and how their money is being donated, uh, as most people know. But whoever doesn't know, they should know. Uh, nobody at targeted justice earns a salary. Uh, all all the people that answer emails and work and all of us that work here we we don't earn a salary. so the donations that we are receiving uh, are being saved for the payment of the experts we will need in court because uh, this has a, a a component which is highly technical and um and even though you know we we have been actively looking. Or experts, but it's you know it's uh, uh, my my hunch that uh, the government is is interfering with that. Um, at, at in due time, we if we have to ask the court to order an expert, well, you know we 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 will turn to that if we need to go to those uh, extremes. Uh, we have unsuccessfully tried to get an accountant like when we approach accountants they have to be cpas to do the documents a irs for example you know irs went after matt taibi when at the day he was testifying in congress right well when we try to file our our forms they're like no no you cannot file that form uh because this is the form you have to file even though that's not the form you know targeted justice is a 501 c3 corporation it's not a foundation well they're saying no you have to do that so we we try to get an accountant and um, a couple of them turned us down because as soon as they saw our web page, they said, "No, no, we don't want to. We don't want to work for you." It, it, I, I think targeted individuals can relate to this. It's, it's a very a difficult um, thing because uh, we are denied services that we, you know, we're we're going to pay for them. It's not like we want them to be done for free. But people just don't want to have to do with targeted, they don't have the courage. Let's put it that way. Just like many journalists I've being stood up they, after being confirmed uh, an interview, that's why you know I have to I have to commend Sean and and, and Mike because um, they be, mainstream media is very scared, and so are people that provide services to us. That's you know, targeted justice for five years tried to get an attorney and even targeted attorneys didn't want to take this on because they were scared. So um, I I just want uh, to assure everybody out there that, you know, I, I am here to make sure the government and the defendants, nobody can have any dirt on us or because we are doing everything so straight and so kosher and so by the book, you know, and they are trying to make us not make things by the book by uh, not letting people work for us. We finally, I think we finally got a company that is willing, we have bookkeepers, but they're not accountants, you know, they're not CPAs. So the bookkeepers are doing the bookkeeping, but we are, uh, we. I, I think we finally got a, 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 an accountant firm and uh, we're going to be, Uh, I hopefully within the next two months be within GuideStar um, because the support from the community, the unity the community has achieved is unique. It's the first time, I think in the history of uh, the targeting, uh, when people started getting together, it's the first time there is so much unity. And uh, of course, there's gonna be people that are gonna be the naysayers and the Debbie Downers. And to them, I tell you, if you want to be targeted for life that's, you know, your prerogative. But this community is uniting because this is the first real meaningful opportunity to set us free. And it is not because, oh, I have these videos of my targeting. No, it's because it's based on a constitutional right to, to not be deemed a domestic terrorist or terrorist if we're not. Okay, it's unconstitutional, it's illegal. And now we have the backing of a Supreme Court case saying that you cannot tell third parties that a person is a terrorist when they're not. Okay, so um, I really uh, my plea to those people that are uh, going around with, you know, like this dark um, cloud around them saying, like, no, no, we're never going to be free. They're just. You know, uh, being BS. First of all, are you an attorney? Second of all, do you know constitutional law? Third of all, did you read the Second Amendment complaint? Fourth of all, did you read the uh, TransUnion versus Ramirez case? If you ask those questions, the person will say no, 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 and so then you cannot give an opinion as to no, we will not accomplish our goal of being free because that is that is a basic human right and it cannot be denied. And and as I read, you know. That's why you go to courts. You go to courts to have your rights vindicated. Um, one last thing. I know you have some questions, but one last thing I want to um, eh, mention is this: eh, you can look it up in four, four federal fourth eh, sixty-three. I think it's a case. Yeah, it's sixty-three. Four federal four sixty-three. Ceballos versus Prasa which is the case it was a 2021 case that i i, I argued before the first circuit a court of appeals uh, and i prevailed and it, it's a citizen suit case about um under the clean water act uh, because puerto rico has a huge problem with you know uh, sanitary overflows and whatever um uh, the 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 reason i bring it up is this because i want everybody in the community to be certain that whether it is us or the government that prevails at the district court level, either one is gonna to go to the fifth circuit. That's, I am absolutely certain of that, okay? So nobody should be discouraged because as I said, you know, I, I, am, I am very uh, confi- I am working very hard and very confident. I, I would never sign a pleading if I wasn't certain because it would be unethical of me to do so. I would never sign a pleading that I am not absolutely sure that what is contained in it is the truth and that the and that the law supports my contention. Otherwise, I would be subjected to sanctions under uh, the rules of civil procedure of rule 11, which is you know, sanctions against the attorney that signs a document knowingly, knowing that there's false information in there. Um, and, and I'm very proud to say that I, I don't think I've ever done that because I, I just, and if I, you know, I, I just have to make sure because I am very, um, jealous, very, I take very much care of my, uh, license because it's my means of earning a living. Okay. And, and, and the, this license here and this work I'm doing is not for me, it's for 6 million people. So, um, you, you, those 6 million people have become more important than myself. And so I want people to be very um, convinced on this, okay? Because I, I have no, there's things I have no control of, but I have control of the work I do and of the product I, I you know, bring out. So that, that's why, you know, I, um, Richard Lighthouse told me to please emphasize this to the community that, uh, you know, this case, for example, Ceballero, we lost at a district court level. And when we went to the circuit, uh, the win was so amazing that it created law for the entire nation. And that's, uh, and I'm really proud of it. It just so happens the next day that this case came out, they pulled the rug from under me and my life became horrible okay uh but i'm very proud of it and uh so i i want you to know that i have the experience that if I, when we need to go to the circuit it'll it'll be done and it'll be done elegantly efficiently professionally okay um so that's len that's oh i ha- that was my report for now if you have any questions
0: oh i absolutely do uh, anna we all awaiting your uh uh, motion to uh, dismiss the motion to uh, opposite your opposition to motion to dismiss. Uh, l- l- Legalese is not my na- native language, so um, and I'm sure that you will articulate in the right words because you always find a way to express yourself that really. Touches you on this on a personal level. It touches what it is to be an American, what it is to be a part of this unique nation that has these inel- inalienable rights rights, the outlined in the Declaration, outlined in the in the Constitution, and when you see this motion this latest motion uh from um um, um attorney at the, at the in the individual capacity and they all of a sudden they claim this some uh, 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 legal immunity legal immunity from what from breaking the law there's no there's no law there's no congressional um you know it's either constitution or the congress they make the law and there's no law saying that if you run this agency and on your watch you are knowingly breaking the law you're immune that is just nonsensical so i am waiting i will read every word and i and i find your writing inspirational Emotional, heartfelt, genuine, direct, and all of the above. But my question is for um, that's in the, that's in the future. That's that's uh, this coming week. But my my question is about your um, active media calendar this this week. You appeared on uh, two major shows: uh, Mike Adams and Sean. Stone, um, Sean Stone, thank you. And they both impressed me in in a different way. Mike uh, Mike Show on uh, Brighter on TV impressed me. How much he just got it immediately? Got what it's all about. He uh, uh, he did not. He did not need that special explanation. When when you start talking about somebody on the street, let's say about what targeted individual, who targeted individuals are, and how their rights have been deprived, it's a lengthy conversation. With Mike Adams, he just got it immediately, and that made that conversation so productive. With Sean. I was impressed how personable you were, that you connected what you, what you're doing with your own emotions. in it was raw. it was it was very real. We saw Anna Toledo in basically in 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 her best emotional moments of clarity and truth. Uh, and so I want to applaud, uh, I I would like, I uh, uh, applaud you for that effort. Um, and so I would like to comment, uh, I would like you to comment on those. Uh, and finally, I know that you also had a speaking uh, uh, a Spanish speaking Twitter space this week, and I would like to know how it went. So long question, long, long question, three part answer, please, Anna.
1: Yeah, well, it, it was, um, it, it was a great experience. Uh, you you sum, summarized it so well, because, uh, Mike, um, it, it's a challenge when you are talking to somebody who is so smart, <laughs> because it's like, um, yeah, he, he gets it. He, he hadn't really read the lawsuit or anything, you know, before we spoke, and he just, bam, he just knew everything, and I was I was so impressed with how uh, his command of the information, you know, he's just so well-read and he's so up to, the, you know, that's his job. Uh, and uh, he was so on point and he got it. And uh, he, the most important thing is for both of them is that in the beginning of the interview, they hadn't realized how important this case is. And towards the end, they were like, oh my god this this is this this will this can change the future of of our nation. and you see, you and I share something you know you you you're native uh Russian, I'm a native Puerto Rican, and even though we're both American citizens, I am by birth uh, an American citizen and and you're a naturalized citizen. Uh, I passionately love this nation. I get goosebumps you know I I get goosebumps and I um, and, and and even though I'm Puerto Rican I am uh, pro statehood and the reason for that is because of the environmental statutes because of the regulatory thing because I love my island and uh, right now I you know whoever uh, sees the news uh, if you leave it to the local people, they will totally destroy. Whatever little is left. Uh, in fact, that case that I won in the first circuit was against the Puerto Rico uh, Water uh, sewage, sewage and Water Authority. Uh, they r- relentlessly uh, do overflows of sewage, and they don't care. And it's a Puerto Rican monopoly of the water company. So uh, that's why I, I, my, my political beliefs as as a pro-statehood are because I love the environment and i love my island so much and i want to protect it and the only way to protect it is through recra and cercla clean water act clean air act and 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 what i see what's happening is that as long as puerto rico is not you know and this is it, not a state we're not going to get equal treatment so uh, going back to mike i'm sorry for my digression but uh, uh, it, it, it's it, for me it's just so crucial that the uh, the love of this nation and the respect we have for the democratic principles that are at its foundation at the constitution at the declaration of independence that is what is being betrayed in this targeted program and uh and and that's why congress has to look into this congress has to defund this and and uh just go to you know to the gist of it uh, Mike was, uh, you know, so ch- in challenging, and 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 then, a I think that he got out there the word of the urgency of this lawsuit. I think he really conveyed how urgent and important this is. Uh, Sean was also very equally brave, and uh, and and his intelligence comes through comes through in his compassion and. And he's um, he's just so personable and so compassionate uh, and so worried also about what's good um, about what, what is the right thing and uh, and so um, it was it was a real pleasure talking to him because uh, I think that uh, a lot of a lot of targeted individuals forget that I am also a TI and I as I have probably I don't know if I've mentioned it before you. I did mention it yesterday in the conference uh, in the Spanish conference that I heard a a keynote speech by Dr. By um, Captain Sully and how he says that when you are in a situation where you have to take care of other people, you have to not uh, dwell on your situation because there's a responsibility you have to do for other people. And that's how I feel right now. Um, I cannot give myself the luxury of dwelling in and I I confess I sometimes think about it but on the things that have happened to me because that takes time away and energy away from my goal from my responsibility from my job which is setting all of us free okay so um in that sense I you know I did let in in with it was shown a little bit of of my own thing because he asked about it. it but um, I, I just hope that when when we triumph and when we are set free, um, uh, I would only want to look back so that it's never repeated in history, what has been done to me. Because, it, and I want targeted individuals to know something. I, I have had the privilege working for targeted justice, to read the emails from so many people, and it is so atrocious what is done on different levels to so many people. It is so atrocious what what they do to you, Len, what they do to many of our plaintiffs, what they do to people that are not part of this lawsuit. But people should have the sensibility to know that you are not the most targeted person in the world. I was that arrogant when I got here. I was that arrogant, and I would uh, tell Richard, I would say, "You know, you understand, I am the most targeted person in the world." I, you know, and and when you start learning about the plight of other people, you become more humble about it. And and I just urge people to be se- sensitive about it, that uh, there are people that are suffering immensely, but they are quiet and they're not talking about it and uh, they're being tortured incredibly and they don't talk about it. So um, a Spanish conference yesterday, um, it was really nice. We had, uh, we did a simultaneous phone call, phone conference and Twitter, okay? We asked for patience because there was a little lag, um, but it was, it went really well. We had people from Chile, we had people from Spain, and then there was other people that I think wanted to talk but couldn't get to talk. Uh, Devin, Devin was uh, doing the admin, and she, even though she doesn't know Spanish well, we you know we pretty much managed it. And um, and I it is my intention to to repeat it every Saturday because I believe there is a great need in the Spanish speaking community to uh, learn about everything that is going on, uh, from shielding techniques to the updates in the case. Um, it, it was, it was uh, funny because Devin says the tone of the call was so different from those that, for example, the ones she manages. Um, she, uh, people were, you know, they were very respectful and, and nobody talked over every, anybody else. Um, it was a very good experience. It's very sad to know that it's the targeting in Latin America is spreading like wildfire and we have to stop this. I explained to them the repercussions of this case and what we intend, what we want to do eventually. You know, we, we're not gonna leave, we're not gonna leave anybody behind. Even if, you know, in this, in this case, one of the remedies we're seeking is a court monitor monitor that will be have access to the tseb roster and and for people if if they get stalked if they get attacked if they you know once this this once we prevail for a court monitor to ensure that this does not continue like mk ultra continued and like cointel pro continued okay so um the only way and this is what i emphasize to the spanish-speaking community the only way we can fully succeed is with the union of everybody. Um, We're joining forces with Icator and um, some of uh, members of VIATEC from Spain were present in the call and it is through the unity. And and I have to emphasize this to the people here in the United States, that unity of the community is essential to, um, to make a united front against these very powerful enemies. We are making huge dents on their on their uh, program, and it's little by little that we're doing it. But a united community is what's going to do it.
0: I, I absolutely agree. Unity is uh, is our strength. Uh, yes. Divided, we di- divided, we fall united, we win. Um, I probably par- paraphrase this uh, famous phrase in my own way. Um, I I know how important that the Spanish um, 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 conference was for you, and I commend you for for doing this for uh, Spanish speaking community. I wish I was speaking uh, uh, Spanish um, because I would definitely help you to reach out to do the um, um, the more leg work, more more community uh, communication.
2: Um, We we
1: need that. We need need. TIs that are bilingual to get those that are not bilingual. Include them. Uh, I don't know how to go about that, but we really need it because we're doing it because we want to help. We need these people. uh, I could hear in their voice their desperation, um, their frustration, and 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 I want people to know that there's not only hope but you know there is a very good uh, um, possibility of ending this sooner than later but what I need to get the word out there you know and for them to start giving away flyers I want also to get uh, for those people listening that can help us translate because I have a lot of work but if, if if people could help us translate the subsist newsletters Volunteers, you know, and also the flyers, so that we can put them in the page. Even you know, the webpage is so large, but we can make maybe a little Spanish webpage for people to get the most important resources, like on V two K on on the Duo tax, because that information is really important for for people that just don't know what's going on with them.
0: Uh, what I noticed is uh, about the flyers is. Um... Uh, And I've seen the flyers uh, uh, put out by Target uh, uh, Justice. They're very informative. They're uh, well um, uh, referenced. Um, The entire website is just a tremendous resource of information. But what's different between the flyers before 2023 and, and since 2023 is that we have This lawsuit, which is a tangible, achievable, specific, concrete goal that we can all unite around. And I ask every targeted individual please follow the case. Understand that this is the end, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel. We have something. So real. This is something. It's something that cannot be simply uh, swept under the rug or dismissed. And if if it's dismissed, then we will go straight to the next so
2: level.
0: yes, to the faith circle, and after that, Supreme Court, all the way. We are not going to give up. This is the fight that we've committed to. I personally committed to. I know your level of commitment, Anna. And so we are just going to push and push and push, no matter how hard it, it gets. Um, we're just going to keep pushing. And now we can unite around this case that is that gives us real hope, not just hypothetical hope that, oh, maybe some congressman will pay attention and bring it to the floor and, and read it and, uh, you know, half of the Congress is on vacation and the other half is asleep. So, no, we will get this in front of the judge. We will have an oral argument. We will have a jury of our peers and we will have our day in court as we, as guaranteed by our constitution. So, yes, this is a message of optimism. This is a message of, of hope. And this is a message when you're so desperate, as you described, that 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 a lot of people are. And, and you and I understand why. A lot of people can't understand why are you so desperate. Because it's a lifelong torture. There's no moment of your life that you are not um, um, somehow influenced, uh, manipulated, uh, especially given these uh, uh, advanced um, neuro-weapon machines, Uh, and now nanotechnology. I mean, it goes and goes on on and on and on and on, and you are in the middle of it. And you get so desperate. I want you not to lose hope. I want to think that you are a part of the best of humanity. And this is a fight for humanity. and this is a fight for the American Constitution that gave us these incredible rights that we must enjoy, that the government, Cannot take it away from us. This is not what the government do. So let's read the Declaration of Independence and and see what the government. Uh, uh, the only thing that the govern government should do is make sure that we can uh, pursue um, uh, life, liberty, and uh, pursuit of happiness. Period. So with um uh this optimistic message Anna uh would you like um uh to s- uh, say anything at the end um
1: Yeah uh, well me. the only thing is this if we weren't over the target and excuse the pun they wouldn't have jacked up the attacks as they have on everybody They are suffering they they don't know what to do because they know that we are on to ending this Horrible torture program, and they are trying to hold on to it like dear life. Uh, if our case wasn't meaningful, and if our case wasn't important, and if our case didn't mean a real uh, a, a opportunity to finish end with this program, they would not bother to being attacking people that are supporting it. They attack people that support it because they know we are over the target and we're going And we're going to end it. Like you say, even if we have to go all the way to the Supreme Court, we will end it.
0: Tremendous message. Thank you, Anna. And you, um, it, yes, to finish this off, I prepared a little uh, story for you. I want you to know who Peter Buxton is. You probably... You might or you might not have heard the name, but this is a gentleman who ended, who was a whistleblower in the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. He was a native of Czech Republic. He was only 27. Uh, He is still alive. He is about 87 years old. He ended at an experimentation on African American males that was run by CDC. Imagine that. Uh, to see what happens to African American males infected but not treated with syphilis. And they were duped. They were they were basically offered. Uh, in Alabama, in this county, they were offered free health care, but that what they were really offered is a life, is a participation in a lifelong experiment. Now imagine the years 2023, and you are an experimental subject in a government-run program. To refine and finesse neural weapons just they're like those people in, uh, in the Tuskegee experiment so what we need we need our own Peter Buxton a man of integrity who I can only describe as a hero who will it be will it be Dr. Giordano I don't know but whoever you are, and if you're listening to this message, please think of Peter Boxen. And And Peter, if you are listening to this, I would absolutely love uh, to talk to you and uh, have our, our viewers to see that interview. And I would like to end with these words this is a part of the president clinton's address when he apologized to american public for the tuskegee experiment listen what he said the united states government did something that was wrong deeply profoundly morally wrong it was an outrage to our commitment to integrity and equality for all citizen, citizens. What was done cannot be undone, but we can end the silence. We can stop turning our heads away. We can look at you, at you in the eye and finally say on behalf of the American people, what the United States government did was shameful and I am sorry. Thank you for watching. Next Sunday, we will be here again to give you a legal update. Don't lose your hope. Don't lose belief in, in uh, the inhumanity. Have a
2: good day.